0: Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin, where you ask questions, questions about your dental or healthcare, things that you wanna have done, some questions on on some procedures, but also for dental professionals who are looking to become a dentist, whether you're a pre-dental student applying to dental school, you're a dental student looking maybe into residency or specialty programs, or as a resident or recent graduate, now in the practice of dentistry in in the in the profession so please be sure to share these comments and uh, share your comments and also share this page with others Um, we really appreciate all the responses and questions that we've been getting uh, over the course of time but also feel free to share them um, with with other people that you may know also stay tuned and, and hit notifications under my page dr darwin speaks as I will be posting a new video uh, series and also a podcast on every Monday, every Monday. On today's episode, we have a recent dentist, uh, student Dr. Uh, Bernie, who's, who has some questions about his time and his transition into private practice as an associate. So uh, welcome Dr. Bernie, thanks for joining me, man. Always. That's good, so tell, tell us, Tell us and tell me a little bit about um about how you found me and and what's um you know what's causing you some some problems or some challenges as a new dentist.
1: Um first I found you
0: uh
1: through one of my dental school classmates, Kira Drew, I believe. I first heard from her. Um I believe you were her attending at one point and bronze lebanon i'm not not exactly too sure that's, that's right then um i seen you on social media through twitter uh dental town things of that nature and then i finally came across you as i see now you got the new dentist coach um, um 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 series that you got going on here and uh type of things you're offering in regards to advice and things of that nature um, See if I can pick your brain because now I'm kind of dealing with the challenges in private practice setting of being out of town, trying to garner new patients as an associate in a uh, practice setting that um, I kind of feel like an outsider, if you will, in regards to community. My name's not out there as much. Um, I didn't go to high school with a lot of these people uh didn't go to college out here i don't even know i don't even know if i can name four different uh locations to a walmart or something of that nature that's how far out um i am in the state that i'm at right now um the state that i'm in right now is delaware and the reason why i'm here is because i'm in an associateship with my uh older cousin who has a private practice out here so i joined all my older cousins private practice out here in wilmington delaware roughly about a year and a half ago coming up on our second year together okay. and um it's definitely up, it's definitely picked up a lot but it hasn't picked up to the point where it's consistent if you ask me i remember when i first came in um wasn't too many patients i know i was just coming into the uh to the uh, arena of private practice so it was a slow build and it has built up uh, um um but again, not consistent because there are some days or weeks that can remind me or re- be reminiscent of when I first got here. And I'm trying to figure out what I can do to get back more in the community and be more aggressive in regards to letting my name or my presence be felt. So people know that, hey, there's a new dentist in town and what they would like, what I need to do to offer that uh, my services to them and make them feel more enticed to utilize the services that I do provide.
0: Wow. 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 Yeah. So you're kind of fish out of water trying to swim and yeah, you got, you, you've got some drops. You got some drops here and there, but not enough to keep your keep your keep keep you moving, sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Well, you are in a unique position, uh, and unique in a sense, but it's also common, especially for those that are, you know, uh, going into a new area, maybe a new state. Um, where they're maybe not familiar with and they're starting off kind of from scratch and quite honestly you're starting off from scratch and one of the the comments that i always give people is you know when you're going into a practice when there's multiple dentists the practice really has to be stable enough and have enough revenue and have a, a new have to have enough uh, influx of new patients to the point where everybody can eat Right, so yeah. one of the things that's hard to discern is to to really know whether or not your cousin's practice was able to sustain the uh, uh, sustain two two docs at the same time, working at the same time, you know. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know. And as a new dentist, you probably won't won't know this from the, from the from the beginning, but you know, depending on the the revenues and the number of new patients that your the practice has had over a course of just you know just tracking over two or three years, you would really be able to if you had those numbers to look at, you would be able to to kind of see whether or not the practice was at a point where it needed to expand, versus just kind of helping out a new dentist coming into the into the fold, so to speak. That's that's probably the the first thing that would that would definitely something that uh, you as a new dentist would need to to look at whether or not the practice is ready to expand and to add another dentist whether it be one day two days or full-time are you full-time or are you part-time there full-time yeah so so See,
1: the, thing, mm-hmm. the thing was before i got in there doc um there was already another dentist in there older lady um, I think she was about 70 years old. She was kind of like more on her way out, transitioning out. She's been practicing for quite a while. Um, so at the time or on the outside looking in, I'm thinking, okay, if she's in there working that me not knowing any better, I guess coming from dental school and being ill educated in the business of dentistry, if you will, I just softly assumed and, um, I guess I assumed, uh, not with all the knowledge that I thought I had, thought I uh, needed to have, if you will, right? Um, but I just assumed that there was enough patience in there. There was enough. Uh, it would have been a smooth, easy, easy way to make good money. Or make a living, rather. Right. Practicing what I like to do, almost what I trained to do for the last—I don't know—residency, for five, five years, I guess, residency, and then dental school. Right. But um, you know. But nonetheless, now I'm in there, and now I'm kind of seeing, hey, I got to fight for my own patients now, you know, or I got to <laughs> really going to really to make the income I'm trying to really get to. Yes. I really have going and fight for uh some new patients yeah it's not going to just be handed to me um or like i kind of assumed it would have been right not happening at all
0: right <laughs> right and i would tell you I, and i would tell you even if you went out and started a new practice from scratch guess what you would be doing too same thing same thing yeah. so you know what one thing i always tell new dentists and even the residents, I've told Dr. Drew this too, you are the business, you are your own business, right? Everything that happens to you is because of you, meaning you've got to make it happen. You are the person that's responsible for your own livelihood. And two of the things that that you definitely don't want to do um, is assume anything, because you know what assume means. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) But that's fine, that's fine. This is a good learning lesson that you're learning right now and you're able to do something and that's why we're talking today. Also, when you look at these new types of uh, 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 opportunities, you, you do have to look at the person that, that is coming out or retiring. If he, if he or she is 70 or 75 years old, whatever it is, you first need to really look at, well, what was the patient flow for that person? Were they, yeah, they were there, but were they really there? What were their productivity levels within the office? Did he or she have to uh, fight for patients or actually bring in patients? All those things need to be assessed before you can really say, yep, I'm going to transition to this office like this other doctor. So, you know, again, in any any future transition or or potential office that you're going to be looking at working in, You really want to find out. I mean, the 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 bottom line foundation as to why that person is leaving. Just because they're say they're retiring or they're slowing down. Well, why are they slowing down? Are they slowing down because there's too many patients and they can't keep it, or they don't want to keep up that pace, or they're slowing down because there's not enough patients? And they've been practicing for forty years. You're where you are as a new dentist, and where that person who left the office was as an experienced dentist you guys had two two different stages of your career. And just because a yeah. position opens up doesn't mean that that's the position that you can go into because there may not be enough production there for, for, for you as a second dentist. So, but it's okay. You still have enough time where you can make uh, a change and, um, and make things better. Because uh, the main thing for you right now is that, nobody knows you Yeah. nobody knows dr bernie outside of the fact that you know uh you know you're you're a cousin of the owner but outside of that you're you're obscure you're you're unknown no one knows you and right now your goal is to get out of obscurity get out of obscurity and i know you share with me uh a little you know some things the things that you've done on facebook Uh, You've gone out into the community, the churches um, and some of those other things. But guess what, man? It's a constant process. It's constant. Even right now, as we're talking, there's probably some things that you should be doing or could be doing that that adds to getting people to uh, to find out who you are. And it's a it's a constant process. But again, you're doing it because it's part of your livelihood, because people can't come to your office. And you can't provide all this, you know, the services that you have to offer people if they don't know who you are. Right. One of the one of the fastest ways that people kind of get to know who you are as a, as a new dentist is signing up for different types of insurances. Right. Because typically people will go to a person that's listed, a, do, a doctor or a dentist, a dentist that's listed on their on their panel. um. And they usually put in their zip code uh, or they will see what they have on their insurance plan and then go from there. So I'm not sure if your name is on any of those plans as relates to the office that you're in or or whether or not they're under the owner's um, name, but that might be something, that's one thing to kind of look at because still I don't care what anybody thinks, anyone tells you differently. Patients are still driven by their insurance. To the point where if they're paying for it they will go and seek a dentist that's under their plan first and for- foremost with that that's great because it gets you out of obscurity but on the back end there's some uh, some disadvantages also as far as changes in your fees and agreeing to <clears throat> agreeing to charge those patients 700 for a crown where your usual and customary fee might be $1,500. <clears throat> so there's some advantages and disadvantages with getting out of, of, a, of, a obscurity that way. But the main thing is, 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 is that you've got to create, you are in charge of creating your re your own reality. Like you said, you know, I, I kind of thought maybe patients were going to be given to me and I expected or assumed it, but, if the practice is is not viable enough for two dentists, then ain't, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. And it's good to know that up front versus you wasting time kind of sitting back and trying to figure out, well, why am I not getting any, any new patients? So we've got to get you on, on a new patient development uh, plan, a lot of which is going to uh, be determined on you. Getting you the right resources so that you can uh, actively engage and uh, get people get your name out there. Like you said, Um, right now, you know, a lot of people are doing how they find things on the Internet, whether it be a dentist, a restaurant, uh, uh, a a new a new camera or something like that. Everybody's doing stuff on doing Google searches. All right. They're doing what we call Google searches. You know about that. There are ways that you can get your name out there just by um, by uh, creating landing pages or creating informational pages or creating content on the on the worldwide web that gets you listed and gets you posted on on Google. Um, and there's different different things that you can do with that. Uh, one of the things I just did a webinar last week on this company. I think they're out of Florida. Uh, the owner and CEO is a, has an MBA. He's not a dentist, but he works with lots of dentists. And he's he's got this program called Local Search. Um, what is it called? Oh my goodness, I forgot that fact. Local Search for uh, you should write them down. You should write this down and, and check it out. But they help dentists get out of obscurity by getting them on the internet because that's where people are searching. If they put in like dentists in your zip code where you are in in Delaware, uh you want your name to be on the first first page. Because that's how people are searching for dentists, in addition to word of mouth, referrals, all that kind of stuff. But I'm I'm sure there's you know, with you not knowing a lot of people in that area, you're you're gonna be kind of um basing your inflow or people coming into your office based off of things that are already out there that are established and how they're finding new dentists. So two, two, two places. They're going to find you number one, through their insurance. Right. And then the second way is going to be through some method or somehow on, on the Google search. And what I would recommend is uh, looking up that program that the the CEO, the name of the company is I'm the CEO of the company is called Greg Pressey. Greg Pressey, G R A I G, I think it is Greg Pressey, and his company is called uh, locals Local Search for you, you spell his name again? Greg G R A I G Pressey, P R E S T I. Greg Pressey, that's he's the CEO of the company, and it's called Local Search for Dentists uh, and they've got some webinars. Um, that I think would be helpful to kind of get you started. And, and they'll, you know, they'll ask you some questions about, you know, what zip code are you in? Is it your office? Is it somebody else's office? And if you have, if you don't have uh, any web pres- presence, one of the first things that they'll probably tell you, which is I'm, same thing I'm telling you, is you've got to get some kind of presence on, on, the, on, the, uh, on the internet. Um, and one quick idea for you could be, you could start a blog. You could start a blog about dentistry. Um, some it could be a particular area that uh, you're that you have an interest in, and it could be just a weekly b- blog um, that you can post. You can create, and what you do when you have that blog, your name now automatically gets into Google, right? Google is the number one search platform on the planet, all right, which is also tied to uh, uh, YouTube and some other blogs also once you start recording and start uh having content that are that's in that medium then google recognizes that and starts to categorize and put your number or put you up higher on, on different search mediums of course the more content you have the more that google can can validate and and put you on certain uh rank you as far as plate pages and stuff so That's one concept that many people may know about, but also may not know about. Um, Second to that is, you know, a webpage. Um, I was told recently that you don't have to have a website for your practice or your business because people can find you other different ways, whether it be a blog or if you have a, a, a YouTube channel, but also for you as a new dentist, I would tell you, I would get my own domain. i get my name as my own uh, domain name. And uh, there's a company called Wix, W-I-X, W-I-X. You can go to Wix.com and create your own website just about you. And there's different templates that are there and different things that you can put on. And you can add, um, you know, things about who you are, your practice philosophy. You can even post some before and after pictures of, of cases that you've done as it relates to different procedures that you do. You can um, also have uh, this probably on some of those templates, places where you can put, <coughs> excuse me, where you can actually put um testimonials from patients that you've helped or clients that you've helped. Again, the again the, the the reason that you're doing it is to get out of obscurity. Right now, nobody knows who you are or where you are or what you do or what time your office is off open or what time you're in the office. So you can't depend on the practice or somebody else to get you out of obscurity. That's something that you've got to do. And how it's set up now with websites and access to things on social media this is this is the age of the of the dental entrepreneur and that's who that's what you are you're a dental you're you're a dental entrepreneur man no one may not have told you that but you are a dental entrepreneur everything that you do in your your cousin's office or any other office when you're an associate is because of what you do not because of what they do it's because of what you do so that's that's your duty that's your uh, uh, uh responsibility and to and that's your obligation to yourself that's because all that's tied all tied your into your own livelihood. Own so livelihood. I, would say so create I would say a web, create a just web
1: page use your name use your you name, name. You
0: know, Dr. You know, Mark, Mark Bernie, Bernie. You can go to Godaddy.com and get your own um um uh domain name probably yeah. for like I don't know fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars a year and register with them and then you go to Wix Create, you know, if you're creative like that, or if you have a family member or, or a friend, classmate who's Google websites and stuff. But I'm telling you, I've created a couple, like three or four websites just by going on Wix, getting a domain name, and then now I'm in the I'm in the ether. I'm in the I'm in the uh in the in the in the medium where everybody's at. I mean, people are on it, the computers, but they're also on it this way. This is this is the new TV. This is the new yeah. internet. This is how people communicate and find out about stuff, all right? It's not laptops. I mean, it is laptops and home computers, but we have these like we've got lips on our face. Everyone's got one of these They tied to it now, right? So people are searching, and they're, and they're searching for information right now as we're speaking. So that's why you can't afford not being on, being on that medium right now. So that's, that's another thing that I would do. Um, and creating a website and a blog, so that way that gets you into the ether, into the into the Google search medium uh, immediately. Okay, another another way of 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 uh, kind of getting out of obscurity is um, you know you you may have to create your own uh, Facebook. You can create a Facebook group or a Facebook page of of who you are, Doctor Doctor Mark Bernie, on Facebook you can create your own profile separate from a personal one. But this is more of a, a professional one as relates to um, who you are. You can have your own office hours. There's areas there where you can put, you know, office hours, the the times that you're at that office. You're gonna put in the name of the practice. You're gonna put in the zip code because that's how people are gonna find you too. All right, based on that zip code, and that'll come up. In the search engines, um, so that's another way. In addition to that, um, you know, you—I mean, you—you you said it yourself. One of the ways that you found me was through Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, there you go. I mean, I'm sure you probably have a personal page, but now you're able to have multiple pages. I would get a professional page and um, and uh, start utilizing the same things that we mentioned, I would, you know, put on your personal page, I would put your, your new uh, website address. I would put a telephone number if you have a, a contact number where people can reach out to you directly regarding make an appointment in your cousin's office or any other office. Have them come directly to you so that then you can now funnel them to whoever makes the appointments in your office. Because I'm telling you, once you take that responsibility and take the lead in actively engaging with people and actively making sure that people get the information that you need, now you're at you're at cause. I, I, I call it being at cause, meaning you're causing it to happen for yourself versus someone someone else causing it to happen it to you, and you being the effect. You being the effect of what you're experiencing right now. That makes sense? Yeah. Yep. So Facebook and uh, that. Um, and, and I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, everything that you've explained to me that you're doing is good, you know, with inst- with uh, uh, taking out a, a post on uh, Facebook. You mentioned that. But even with that, there's, there's a specific strategy a specific strategy that you kind of have to follow. And it's almost like a cookbook. And I, I, I've got a classmate that has perfected this technique or set one of many techniques that people use on Facebook to get new patients, uh, new customers, and clients. Um, and I'm, I'm going to refer... It's actually, there's two people I'm going to refer you to. Um, and both of them were... Uh, are. I say classmates of mine. They were in dental school when I was at at dental school same time, and we met during the time of uh, of our leadership uh, uh, positions, where we were national leaders with the uh, SNDa, the Student National Dental Association. But the the person that has a that has a yeah. niche in creating new patients and and ex- really expanding her practice and her business through Facebook is Doctor Anissa Holmes. Dr. Anissa. I'm familiar with her. You're familiar with her? How, 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 are, you, how, how are you familiar She's with on, her?
1: Uh, uh, Dr. Howard Ferran on Dentaltown. love Dr. Holmes. He <laughs> promotes her all the time.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Ferran I, is... I've
1: seen her before.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's my boy there. He's, uh, he's, he's funny. He's a good dude. But you need to dive in... <laughs> you need to dive in deep dive in deep with her content she has a, a a thing called um delivering wow actually right now as we speak you and i should both be there she's having a three-day boot camp in Jamaica uh many different speakers and uh, I'm, I'm sure if you follow her or you get her notifications she'll probably will be posting some some um some results and some feedback from that meeting but search for her specific training on how she helps dentists and practices target new patients and tar- and uh, target new patients via Facebook. She has a whole program that uh that that does that. So that's a, that's going to be a great resource for you. And again, a lot of this as a new dentist, you know, <laughs> unfortunately we, we we don't get taught that. We don't get taught how to go about this okay. business side, right? So some of this yeah. is gonna be on your own or some of this is gonna be what you did today as far as reach out to me, people that have a network that have some experience, but most importantly, have, you, have some knowledge that you can tap into that can help you immediately. Okay, so Dr. Holmes is gonna be a great resource in her platform that she has. Also, also, also another great resource who's also part of my, uh, what I call the New Dentist Development Network. We have a page actually on uh, Facebook. Um, and I've, I've maintained a lot of uh, important contacts with classmates and other colleagues that are experts. I have an expertise in many different parts of the business of dentistry or even the clinical side of dentistry. And that's on, um, again, that's on a group on Facebook called the New Dentist Development Network. You can go on there join, and I will get you uh, get you uh, locked into that. But also, there's another classmate of mine that is um, an expert in starting new practices or starting a new practice from scratch or putting in systems in your office, whether you're an associate or in a new owner that's building a new office, the systems apply across the board. Um, she runs this, this uh, uh, entity called the Efficiency Institute. Her name is, is Dr. Evelyn Samuels. Dr. Evelyn Samuels, S-A-M-U-E-L. S-A-M-U-E-L. And she runs it's a thing called the Efficiency Institute, where through the years, the 20 plus years that she's been practicing dentistry, she's opened up, I think, three practices from scratch and it's pretty much her experience from working like yourself as an associate not only working at one place but she was working in three places at any given time in addition to that she was working in retail too just to make ends meet and ends come together and whatever it was so she's a hustler She was hustling. she's a hustler man yeah, she was a and, and and through that hustle hustling She's got a, a, an amazing story but also an amazing approach to a lot of the things that you need as a new dentist out here for the first time without a business background. She is truly a, a dental entrepreneur that has some training and some webinar training and other products that are definitely have a lot of value but at the same time, you can't afford not to get it right? Yeah. it's just it's just like dental school you spend you know four years of undergrad four years of school and another year or two maybe residency that's you know that's nine to ten years that you've put off investing in yourself so that you can create and do uh something big bigger namely c- command a, a salary a lifestyle that's bigger so any of these yeah. types of trainings or uh, whether it be through the local search for dentists whether it be through Dr. Holmes whether it be through Dr. Samuels or whoever else that you see on Dental Town it's going to be worth the investment some people always say well I can't afford it right now no you can't afford not to get it because <laughs> <laughs> your livelihood depends on you being able to get the information so that you can make a transformative yeah. uh, impact ASAP because your life depends on it. And if you have other dependents yeah. or people that are dependent on you, you know, you, you really gonna put yourself in a shoot if if you don't get the training and, you know, make that investment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. And, and through uh, Dr. Samuel, she's part of the network, uh, the new dentist development network also. Um, she's got some. Um special um training for those that we refer to her uh like yourself, new dentists that that need some help that are looking to you know be successful and there's nothing wrong with being successful and doing whatever you need to do to become successful. but the main thing that I want you to take away from today is that it's up to you nobody else matters that's your you know that's your cousin he gave you an opportunity that's great but it's not his responsibility to put you on it's your responsibility that's your duty that's your that's your obligation and that's your responsibility right and you can do it it's just a matter of aligning yourself with the right people with the right information and then Which is very important, it's coming up right here, and then doing what they say you should do. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta do it. Yeah, it it doesn't get done unless you do it. That's why the word done has d -D D-O-N-E in it. The first part is do. You gotta you gotta do it. You're right, you gotta do it so. All of this, I'm telling you, is is easy to understand and it's easy uh, to say, yes, I'm going, you know, yep, yep. But it's also easy not to do, especially if you haven't done it before or if it feels different or you're kind of uncomfortable. Um, So, you know, if you're planning on staying in in this location of this practice for a while, then that's something that you're going to have to consider. All these things that we talked about are things you're going to have to consider. Now, the, the next couple of things I want to give you strategy wise deal with you not being there because that's an option too. There are other, yeah. there are other opportunities for you, but you just haven't explored them. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, As far as opportunity wise, there's lots of opportunities in the dental service organization um, entity, a.k.a. corporate dentistry. And the reason why they call it corporate dentistry is because they are the real business people that are on the table that are making an investment and they are looking for a return on their investment. They're not doing it just because they want to help people or they like uh, certain parts of dentistry they may have some of that in there but at the bottom line the reason why it's called corporate dentistry is because they have investors and they have people that they have to report to and they want to know what is the return on our investment so because of that they already automatically have certain systems in place as a business to make sure that that business runs on positive on revenue that produces profit so that's one of the reasons why a lot of new dentists will align themselves with those with those entities because of the fact that the business side they don't have to bother with and which makes sense because as dentists we're not trained on the business side so it's perfect so just as much as, as we need them for their business uh to leverage the business acumen they need us also they need us they need our skill set our our technical abilities and our expertise and that's why our names are on the the practice but even though you know they are part owners with with us but that is an opportunity that you can explore because they're going to make sure that there's enough new patients coming in that door right because that's the crux of the matter right now for you, new patients. It's not consistent. Yeah. As a corporate entity or as a business, just like your 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 family's office is, it's a business. One of the things that they have to do is they have to make sure that business is flowing, right? And for the for the heart of most businesses is clients. We're no different than Walmart. We're no different than the restaurant down the street we're no different than starbucks all of those all of all of our entities depend on clients people coming in and creating a value for for a product that people are willing to give money in exchange for getting the product dentistry is no different unfortunately you know so you have to be thinking along those lines because when you start thinking like a business person And thinking about how you are able to get new patients in, you have you'll start thinking of really servicing them to to the point that they're willing to exchange their time and their money um, for your services. So that also may be an opportunity to help you get raise the number of new patients that on a consistent level that you're responsible for. A lot of these entities, when you go in, like Dr. Drew, for example, you know, she uh, she's working with, with Aspen, I think, right now, right? Yep. So the practice that she's in charge of was a brand new practice, a practice from scratch. Or oh, they call it in in uh and then we call it de novo, meaning it started from scratch. No no new patients, brand new office. So, in order for that office to be successful, Aspen has to make sure the business systems within Aspen at Aspen has to make sure that she's producing because if she's not producing, either they're going to get rid of her and get another owner and get somebody in there that's doing it, or they're going to close up. They're going to shrink. They're going to fail. Yeah. So now put yourself in that position. You're in a practice where you know, you're going to get a lot of new patients because you know, that's the lifeline of, of the viability of the practice. And you're the only doc that's in there. And they're not going to make they're going to make sure not to add any more docs unless the business has shown a growth and a capacity where they need to have more dentists in there. That's also probably could be the problem that you're experiencing right now, that there may not be enough patients because there's not enough production not enough people to help. So, exploring the DSO option in your area may be something to consider. It may be something part time. You know, I, I tell many of my my mentees and people that I coach. You know, you, your your first two or three jobs out of uh, out of dental school after residency won't be your last, but you may have to work in two or three places. You may have to be working two or three places until you kind of see how the flow is, because like you said, it's not consistent. Well, the only way it's going to be consistent is if somebody in the office is responsible for driving new patients or even return patients into providing those services with people. And how you do that is building relationships and how you do that is people got to know who you are. Like you said, a lot of the people that are coming in that, you know. Through either uh, other groups or or because of relationships that the owner dentist have has already established. Well, guess what? You got to do the same thing. You got to keep you got to keep doing it. You got to go where people are. Any event that people are are at is the events that you got to go to. Why? Because people if people are there and they're alive, guess what? They got teeth. <laughs> Right. 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 On your free time, you need to be at every single event that's not only in your area, but on the outside areas too, the surrounding areas. Right. You need to have <laughs> you need to have some business cards made up with your name on it um, or health cons- consultant slash dentist with your website on it and a direct number or email where people can reach you. And when you go to events, whether it be happy hour, whether go to, whether it be to a social uh, gathering of of other members of the Divine Nine or fraternities, sororities, Rotary Club, whatever you want to call it, you need to be there with the purpose and the intention of I'm going to I'm going to be somebody's consultant today. I'm going to be somebody's oral health consultant. Someone's going to find out about me today, and the only way you do that is you got to be where people are are at. So networking, right? Networking is very important. You know, I mean, I'm sure you know this already, but it has to be it has to be intentional. You're you're going to know, you're going to network to socialize, you know, relax a little bit. But you're, but you're also going as a new dentist, as a new entrepreneur that has a business that has a product, right? That that is valuable to people. When you go to these these networking. Of social functions, you should set a target for yourself to at least talk to five people and exchange information with five people. All the time. Even if, I don't know if you drink coffee, but even when you go to Starbucks, you should be looking at possibly engaging with somebody so that you can exchange your information so they find out about you. Because I'm telling you, man, I've been to Starbucks so many times. And just talking to somebody, talking to the barista, and they're asking me something about dentistry, and, and a and another client, another patron hears, and they just ask, "Oh, you're a dentist? Oh, I did. Oh, okay, cool. I just went to the dentist. You know, I don't like the dentist, and yada yada yada, because I had this tooth, and they just start going on and on and on and on, and you're like, "Okay, lady, I don't know you, but okay, <laughs> It's just." <laughs> They just go on and on and on, which yeah. is great for you because now you're like, boom. Well, you know what? That's right. If you have any other questions, or you just engage with them, you have any other questions? Hey, feel free to call me anytime. Do you have an oral consultant oral health consultant? They'll be like, huh? Do you have a dentist or an oral health consultant? Well, yeah, I went to this dentist. A, well, don't worry about it. I'm your new, I'm your new oral health consultant. Anytime you have questions about something going on with your teeth you don't like something about it or if you have friends or family have questions you, here here's my information call me what's your let, let me get your email so we can stay in touch I've got some information I want to send you here's my information let me get your information because now what you're doing is you're building relationships right yeah and 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 doc you'll never know you never know where that may lead you later on. You know, if that person that you meet at Starbucks, even if they don't have a question, they may have a friend or a family member or a coworker that may have a question, and they're going to maybe pass your card on. Oh, that, oh I just met this new dentist at the uh, at Starbucks. I think his office is down the street next uh, across from CVS. Oh, he was real nice. Like, yeah, I think you should go see him. You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. But that's why. But that's why you have to be intentional in doing it. It's a full-time job. Right? Yeah. It's a full-time job, bro. It doesn't it doesn't stop when you leave the office. Hey, <laughs> living living above ground on this planet is a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right? It's 24 <laughs> hours a day. So, it all your success and the things that you want to accomplish, all depends on what you get done in each 24 hours of the day. So if you look at it like that and take those things in consideration, now you are empowered to the point where you can, you know, you're going to have a big B on your chest as a super, super Bernie Dennis, right? You're going to pull your shirt out like boom, because you're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel strong. You're going to feel like you're making it happen instead of just kind of waiting for it to happen to, to you or for you. It don't happen that way. Yeah. It does not happen that way, so you gotta be hungry, man. you gotta if 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 you have a little bit of an appetite, you need to have a real big appetite and one of the ways that you can help yourself having a, a big appetite is you need to set some goals. This is the ninth ninth little strategy and tip you gotta set some goals for yourself right now. It could be goals as to the number of patients you want you want to see at the end of the year or in six months. Or it, can be, you, it could be, bless yeah. you, oh. it could be a monetary goal. It could be a production goal. It could be a salary yeah. goal. I don't know. But something that helps you so that when you wake up Monday through Sunday, you can look at it, look at your goal and be like, yep, that's my target. That's why I'm getting up today. That's my why otherwise you're just getting up and going through the motions, right? Yeah. So, maybe it's a salary goal. Maybe is your goal is to hit $200,000 this year working 40 40 Damn. weeks of the year. Right? So, with that goal, you do what I call uh what I call reverse engineering. You start with the, the end goal in mind and then you work your way all the way back. So, if you're working, if you want to make if you want to make 2 200,000 this year in 40 weeks, you got to do the math. What's the math on that? Let's do the math real quick.
1: 5,000 a
0: week. 5,000 a week. <clears throat> how many days how, how many days do you do you work in the office? 4 days a week. 4 days a week. So five thousand a week and four days a week. Well, how many? How much is that a day? Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. So that means you have to gross. In order for you to make twelve fifty a a uh, 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 a day, all right. So look, check this out, because these numbers don't lie, man. So twelve fifty a day. Now, how, how how are you paid right now? Are you paid on a per diem, or? collection. Collections, ooh. 40% collections, yeah. Ooh, wow. so, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, 40% collections. So this is another reason why you, you gotta be real aggressive and be real, real hungry, because what's what's the number that the office collects? What What's the percentage, what's the, percentage, what, what's the co- collection conversion ratio meaning of the money that's being produced that's out there what percentage of that do they collect on an annual basis is it like 90% they typically get 90% of the things they need to collect or is it 99% or is it
1: 60% I really don't know I'm not don't force me to lie to you I got to go back and see that number I know I, I know how to find it and we have a uh a calculation or just a, a thing that the computer generates and explains that to you, shows you the percentage that we are that we're at for collections. I just don't recall. I, I usually look at it every week. I didn't. I just can't remember it this week.
0: Yes, that's very, very important. You need to know what that is because you won't get paid if, if, if the office doesn't collect the money. Yeah, that office, that collection of the money for the office is a full time job. If that money is not collected in my office, your head goes on a stick. (laughs) Real talk, real talk, because that money that's collected is what allows the business to be viable. That money that's collected is the money that's gonna pay uh, salaries, it's gonna pay bills, right? keeping the lights on, it's gonna allow us to continue Making a living as to what we do, which is help people with oral health care, right? So if money's not being collected, none of that can if, if, if all the money's not being collected, you're gonna be short. Somebody gonna be short. Whether it's the office overall, it's it's probably not gonna be employees. All right, but it may be it may be the employee doctors which it shouldn't be e- either. So whoever's on, whoever's on the, what I call the, 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 uh, the finance line or whoever's re- who's responsible for finances, that person has gotta be in check in the sense that he or she has a full-time job and, and a responsibility to collect that money because that is a vital uh, 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 source of how the, the, the office stays viable for ever and ever and ever and ever but for you specifically for you it determines how much how much is being paid to you on a weekly or monthly basis so hopefully that person in the office you have a good relationship with or is not a person that's been been causing problems or calling out late or not coming in because if it is not only is it gonna be a problem for the office, but it's gonna trickle down to you because that's how you get paid. So 40% of collection. Okay. So that means that you have to go back to production. In order for you to get collect, in order for you to collect that 40%, which is gonna to equate to about twelve hundred and fifty dollars a month. You got to go back and, and find out what you produce, right? So that means you're going to have to produce to get. So if 40% collections equals the 1250 that you need, then you just have to do uh, the math so we can figure out. Hold on. We'll do the math here. Do the math so you can figure out what you need what you need to produce so that you get that 40%. And it's probably um hold on. Doc. I'm doing the math. I'm trying to do the math myself right here. I can tell you it's it's probably gonna be, you know, close to three thousand dollars of production every day. So that you can collect yeah there There it is. There it is. That is. That's it right there. It's a little bit more than three thousand. It's probably about thirty one hundred. You need to produce $3,100 of dentistry every day so that 40% of that is collected, which gives you your 1250 a day to get you to five day, uh, I'm sorry, four days a week to get you to the 5K a week that you need to get you to making 5K each of those 40 days, I'm sorry, each of those 40 weeks a year to get you to $200,000 salary. Gross. See how that works? Yep. So that $3,100, I can tell you right now, you're not doing that every day. No, 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 no. No. So- That'll be a good day. That'll be a good day, but see, you need to have a good day every day. Yeah. If if that is your if that is your goal, that is your target. So knowing knowing what you know now based on how you set a goal and how you kind of reverse and go back to figure out what you need to hit, that's the number that you need to be looking at every morning. Every morning when you wake up, that's gonna be your that's gonna be your motivation that's gonna be your why if that's your goal and I said hypothetically if that's your goal then that's gonna be your why that's gonna be why you're doing what you're doing that's gonna be your why as to why you're going out and doing uh, and putting yourself <clears throat> in maybe <clears throat> social environments that you may have not thought about or even considered in the past that's why you're spending time. And not maybe going out and doing X, Y, and Z watching a basketball game, but that's gonna be why you're gonna be on the computer creating your website and getting your domain name so, and all that.
1: So um, my goal, my goal in the office every day during the morning huddle is fifteen hundred. So what would be the calculation on that?
0: Fifteen hundred? Well, that's that's half.
1: Because the goal. So that would take me down to a hundred thousand, huh? Somewhere in that ballpark.
0: Yep. I mean, if you look at that thirty-one hundred, as your as remember we said that's the new goal for yep. production. Fifteen hundred is is half of that, so probably about a hundred thousand. Yep. Mm-hmm. That so you about right. so you so with that, you're able to look at your old pay stubs and see what you're doing, make the calculations. That way, you can make a decision very quickly, and I can tell you if that's the case the decision probably is I need to be working somewhere else at the same time, maybe, or not, not even, not even I need to work another day because if you can't do it in four days and get 1500 or 3,100, that that next day ain't going to make that much of a difference. Especially if you can take that day and go somewhere else that has a flow of patience or something similar to that something to consider because remember your time is money meaning the time that you're sitting around waiting for stuff to happen you could be in another opportunity where it's a little bit different flow wise or you could be in another opportunity where they truly truly need another dentist because they're at capacity and they appointments are out you know four months because there's only one dentist Yeah, and there's two chairs so those you know knowing those numbers allows you to make better decisions so that you can uh, get to the goals and get to the things that you are aspiring to but that's why you got to have a system of calculating what is needed and what you want but also you have to have a system of what's my goal, what's my target. Yeah. With with all with without that as a as a why as a purpose, without that, everything else you're just going through the motions. Doc, you just going through the motions. And working with uh, Doctor S- uh, Doctor Samuel, you'll you'll learn a little bit more about all of that, about systems, uh, but also how to inquire new patients. Because if you think about it, every new patient that you're trying to acquire, if they have insurance, they have anywhere from a 1000 to maybe $3,000 max for the year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, even if you did everything, even if you maxed out everybody's insurance, not to say that you should only focus on insurance-related yeah. stuff, but I'm just saying, just think with what people have as far as, the maximum that the insurance will cover, even if it is three thousand dollars, in order for you to to uh, to get to where you're trying to get to, you have to you have to find out what that what that number means as far as new patients. So you know it may be you have to have a total of a hundred new patients, all maxing out at at three thousand dollars of their insurance. You're probably going to have to have more because maybe not everybody's going to have $3,000 max or not everyone's going to have enough required treatment that pushes you up to that $3,000. So you're probably going to have to have more. So I would always tell you, figure out, figure on having to do more or have more new patients than figuring out less. Because not everyone's going to start and everyone's going to, even if they have $3,000 as a max, they may only need a prophy and one filling. You know. Yeah. But I think I think you're in a better place now kind of having some general information and some strategies as to uh how you can be in control take control of the situation so that the situation doesn't take
1: challenges and stuff like that. Um And I want to give everything you gave me as advice, a shot. At least give it a shake. And uh, try to my best to stay consistent with everything. Yeah. And, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it's going to have to be consistency with it, you know. Hell, if I try everything that you gave me and I only got one new patient out of it, it still, it's still motivates me, though, because I got one out I And mean, I don't think it would be a futile situation or a pointless situation at all.
0: No, man, I'm telling you. And, uh, yep, I'm telling you. Uh, another thing about uh, being on, on uh, Instagram and Facebook, you know, they have these sponsored ads. Look, you can create, You you are right now, you are your own ad agency. You know that, right? With the power of this little tool in my hand, and you may have one or two. I know most people got two of them now. <laughs> you my friend can record and do a promotion of you and your business right now right now you can promote it you can you can do a, a 60 second promo of you your services where you're located your website your telephone number you can save it post it and then you can go right back to Instagram and create a sponsored ad. You can upload it to Facebook and create a sponsored ad. You can upload it to your your new Facebook uh, page, Dr. Mark Burney, uh, S- Smiles for the Lifetime, whatever. You can post it to that page, and then through that page, you can run a sponsored ad through Facebook Targeting the people that are in your zip code or the zip codes around your area. Yeah. Right? So that yeah. people, when they're looking for dentists, maybe your sponsored ad will come up. Same thing with same thing with Instagram. Same thing. You can target it based off your zip code or where you're at. Some other key some other keywords, all of which you can do. Right, actually, right now, today, you can implement that, and you'll start to see some, um some, you know, it'll track, and you'll start to see some, some possible changes. But my point is, is it's stuff that sounds easy to do, and it's e, it is easy, but it's also easy not to do. So, yeah, um, hopefully, you'll, you know, you'll. You'll go ahead and get things implemented and get started with it now. Don't don't wait. You you've already waited a, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Just start now. A yeah, little too long. Yeah. Well, it's okay, but but now you know what to do. And don't worry about it. You know, I, I'm not dressed right. I don't know. I, I said something wrong. I should have said this. I gotta practice it. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to be quick with it because there could be somebody right now in Wilmington, Delaware, and your zip code look it's got a toothache. It's got a pain and they need somebody. And actually that's another thing I would do, man. I would I would I would promote yourself as an emergency dentist. Because that's the only time people are really motivated really anyway, right? When when they got pain. You know, when the tooth chips off or they got a wedding to go to uh 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 today. And last night they had a little bit too much fun, and <laughs> somehow something hit the front of their tooth, and they boom, it's got it's shaved off. That's an emergency. I would I would promote that. I would do, and in the office that you're in, I would I would tell the owner, hey, I'm any emergency that you need done, I send them to me because that's a source. Of, that's a new patient. That's a new patient. Yeah. When you go out and talk to people and you're networking, you tell them, hey, any questions you have, or if you have a dental emergency, call me. I got you. I got you. Call me. That's what I do. I'd love to help you if you have that. I don't, you know, I don't want you to have any problems, but if you do, call me. And you want to try to start building that relationship, but you need to have some kind of medium. So maybe you... Get their email address or something, and maybe you send them something. I don't know, but that's all part of building the relationship. Yeah. I mean, maybe you buy you buy you know a hundred dollars worth of five dollar Starbucks cards, and when you meet people, you you give them a Starbucks card in exchange for getting their email address. Because that's the thing you have to you have to. You have to continue to build a relationship with people that you meet, but more specifically with your patients, your clients, just because they come with you to you once don't mean they're going to come to you all the time. Right. It's a constant, it's a constant creation that you have to do with, with your clients, even the ones that you have right now, anybody that you saw yesterday, you should have been calling them this morning to see how they are doing patient relations. That's what get people. That's what gets people to come back, or want, or want you to help them even more. Or that's how you get referrals for new patients, also. Not only for those reasons, but also because you do have a genuine interest and, and, and you do care about them too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. but most patients don't get that from their dentist. They might get it from other entities, and they get it from other businesses, right? Amazon. When you buy something from Amazon. <clears throat> three days after you buy it and you get it, they're already sending you a note. How did you like it? How did you like it? <laughs> Give us some feedback. What did you think? Matter of fact, we got three other items that are similar to the one that you bought that you may like too. You're right. Right. You're right. <laughs> and you see how Amazon is just swoof, just taking off. It's about customer relations. Patient relations, building that relationship, staying in communication with your clients. And I'm, and I'm going to do the same thing with you. I want to hear back from you in about a month and find out how things are going. Just to see how, how things are working out. You may have some, some questions or you may have some realizations that, oh, man, you know what? I did this and X, Y, and Z happened. Wow, I didn't, you know. Or something else could have been, you know, another a byproduct of something that we're talking about strategy-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, man, get started. Get busy. I would contact, I will give you, uh, you, you can go on to uh, Dr. Samuel's website, theefficiencyinstitute.com, um, oh. and I'll let her know that I'm re- referring you over and Give her an update as to what we're talking about or what we have been talking about um but i I have no <clears throat> no doubt that she will be you know definitely be able to help you and at least get you started and it'll be well well worth the time yeah, so say no more bro. let's do this let's. Let's can we agree to uh to maybe follow up with one another in about two weeks and see how you're coming along. Absolutely. Okay, good. I'm actually going. Uh, Absolutely. Out of town for a dental meeting in a couple of weeks. Do you go? Do you typically go to the to the at all?
1: Uh no, I haven't been since dental school.
0: I'm not going this year either. I'm going to the towny meeting in April. Ooh. In Orlando. Ooh. Ooh. Is it Orlando? Well, that's where we're going. I'm going to Orlando. But that's gonna be good, man. Ooh, the towny meeting. You like that? Yeah. yeah what? Well, listen, surprisingly, I've only been once, but I didn't go actually to the meeting. And uh Dr. Ferran has been trying to get me to come back. It's like, dude, why don't you come? You gotta come every you should be coming every year. Yeah, man. That that's gonna be a good meeting, man. It's gonna be my
1: first one.
0: Good. 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 Well, yeah. you'll well, again, go there with the intentions of meeting other people so you can find out how they came up with solutions to the challenges that you're having right now. And I'm sure you're gonna be taking a couple of courses that deal with new patients, but and there'll probably yeah. be some people there that'll that'll uh, have some programs outside of the towny meeting that you probably would be interested in. So that's great, man. So so good. I was going to rec- recommend that you go to a meeting, but you're already on that track, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. We'll <laughs> reach out to Dr. Samuels. Um, I would also look into the content that Dr. Holmes and Nissa Holmes has for delivering Wow. And more specifically about that, that Facebook uh, training, she has a group also where they, um, like a mastermind group or something like that, where they there's other dentists that share things that they are doing in their office, but more specifically things that have worked in their office as it relates to new patients. Also look yeah. into, uh, I'm going to add you to our... Um, uh, my group, uh, a New Dentist uh, Development Network. So I'll friend you on Facebook. And then there's another group I want you to get into. It's called uh, Dentistry Amongst Brothers. Another, another. That what's that? That on Facebook too? That is, that is on Facebook. That's another, again, intentional networking so that you can get connected to those people that have done what you are looking to do uh, so that you can share that resource and then immediately implement. Again, yeah. everything that we've talked about, um, looking into whether or not the office is is, is ready for expansion, uh, looking into and ins- getting your name added on to the insurances, the whole notion of Google searches and the blogs and the website, creating your own website and, and getting things done on Wix or GoDaddy. Uh, the local search for dentist training, getting on Facebook, creating your own page, uh, connecting with two experts, Dr. Anissa Holmes with the Wild Dentistry, and also Dr. L- uh, Evelyn Samuels with the Efficiency Institute. For more specifically, new patients and how to start a practice from scratch. Looking into the DSO opportunity for the for the reasons of uh, having uh, uh, new patients and getting all that you know, that that opportunity allows you to raise your number of new patients. The whole thing of networking, right? Being intentional, going out into happy hours and Starbucks and other, you know, other things. Um, it could be a white linen party or something that one of the fraternities or sororities are having. You need to be there with your business cards, meeting people. You know, it could be a corny line like, you know what, I like your smile, who's your dentist? Who did you who who's your dentist? Oh, I don't have a dentist. I don't go to the dentist. What? Well, everybody needs an oral health consultant. But like oral health consultant? Yeah, I'm hey, I'm your new oral health consultant. I'm I'm Dr. Bernie. This is what I do for a living. But also I like your smile. And you know, just let them know you ain't trying to come on to them or nothing like that. You just, that's your passion, you know. But being intentional when you when you're out there doing those things is important. Yes. Yeah. Right, (laughs) Uh, And that's why you gotta have your business cards. I would go to um, uh, uh, Vistaprint, Vistaprint Vistaprint.com, Vistaprint.com. You can get some business cards. They'll be to you on Monday if you need them, man. That does hit, they turn them around real quick. Get a, I I would get, uh, if you don't have a headshot of yourself, get a headshot done Uh, or just go to, uh, shucks, just go get your lab coat on or get your coat tie, Whatever in back background, your office in the background. Take a picture and you can upload it and design your own business card. You know, uh, so you need to have those with your website and stuff on there. And then setting your goals. We talked about that, right? The importance of setting your goals because that's what it's going to keep you motivated and getting all these other these other eight things done. That's that's your why. You know, that's your why. Your 200k or whatever that number is. Then we work. Reverse your way backwards to figure out what you really need to be doing production-wise on a daily basis. That's gonna help you make a decision as to if I'm gonna stay here or I'm gonna go to I gotta go to another office. I've got to add another office. All those things, man, you, you can do right now. Right now. So whoo, I'm tired now. You wore me out, dot. <laughs> Hey, man,
1: I appreciate everything, man. This is real helpful. I can't even lie to you about that, brother.
0: Oh, that's good, I didn't man. know what I was
1: getting into. Uh, I'm definitely proud. I'm, I'm definitely happy and uh, uh uh excited, man, that we actually had this conversation.
0: Yeah, we man. Also, no and, doubt about it. Well look, we'll, uh, well, look, let's circle back up in about two weeks. I just want to hear an update. But also, I want to hear about the towning meeting down uh, – that's in April, you said. So uh, we'll talk
1: – Yeah, April – April 11th through April 15th or 14th, rather. April okay. 11th through the 14th.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I want to hear about that yeah. too, but more specifically, I want to hear about your connection with Dr. Samuel. I'll send a link uh, to her and her information to you right now, so you'll have it. And um, thank. You. Good luck with everything, man. I see. I big appreciate it. I see big things coming.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. EfficiencyInstitute.com,
0: institute,
1: efficiency huh? Yes.
0: Yep. Gotcha. Yep. And I would also contact her because uh, she has some different modules, one of which is the new patient modules and some of the training that she has. And I, I think you'll really find some value uh, in that overall. So I hope today has been helpful, man. More than helpful that's great that's great so guys out there hey if you have a question like dr bernie did about new patients or if it's not about new patients some other aspect about um some issues or some challenges that you're having in your current situation and you need some help or some strategies or some tips or some other minds to kind of help you through thinking about the process hey shoot me an email right here new dentist coach at gmail.com new dentist coach at gmail.com also Leave a comment right down here. I think somewhere down here. Leave a comment down here uh, about what you thought about today. If you have any other tips for Dr. Bernie so you can share something. Hey, I love comments. We love comments. It's like water. It's like giving me water, giving me hydration to stay hydrated and stay uh, on this mission to help as many new dentists as possible. Hey man, again, thanks f- for your time today, Dr. Bernie, and uh, we'll talk to you oh, soon.
1: Thank you. Yes, sir. Take-
0: okay all right. all right man so look we have um <laughs>